Santa's dropping off way more than you expected this year. Thanks to Xfinity, the whole family can enjoy great coverage and fast, reliable internet speed up to gig, all at a great value. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. And you're on right now with Jim Dawes, your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. You can find us on demand on Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, Spotify, and just about everywhere you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at RightNowJimDawes or email me at RightNowJimDawes at gmail.com. If you'd like to participate in the podcast, you can call in at 772-245-0750. That's 772-245-0750. We don't do live call-ins on this show. Most of them aren't worth uh, your time, quite frankly. But you can leave your questions or comments on that line, and if they're relevant and interesting, we'll use them on a future broadcast. We'd like to welcome the listeners at Mojo 5.0 Radio Network and iHeartRadio. It's great to be working with Ron Phillips and the guys over there at Mojo and the conservative cartel again. Um, we had a, uh, a brief hiatus, uh, Ron and I did while I went and tried out YouTube vlogging and I finally come to the conclusion that I really do have a face for radio. If you don't believe me, you might want to look at my YouTube channel and, uh, and check out some of those old shows. They're actually not bad, uh, with the exception of my ugly mug on the screen. So, what should we talk about? Oh, the Mueller report. That's right. Well, I started to do a live show over the weekend and discuss uh, the findings of the Mueller report. But uh, quite frankly, there was uh, way too much noise and way too much cacophony coming out of the mainstream media and even uh, on the alternative side of uh, media. And... uh, and you just need to let the noise settle down and people shake that out. And uh, before you really start um, telling what was going on, it should not be surprising to anyone that Robert Mueller didn't um, indict the president or find make any findings of uh, collusion or obstruction of justice. And this is what I mean, everybody missing uh, the forest for the trees. The, the purpose of the appointment of Robert Mueller as a special counsel was never actually about uh, impeaching Trump or, uh, or finding collusion. Robert Mueller knew when he walked in the door that uh, the whole collusion narrative was, was a hoax. Robert Mueller was appointed for one thing and one thing only, and that was to cover up the wrongdoing on the part of the Obama administration and the Hillary Clinton campaign using our, uh, our national law enforcement and intelligence agencies to spy on the opposing party's presidential candidate, um, James Comey and John Brennan, and to a lesser degree, uh, Clapper, were only too happy to, to do that work because they thought that they would never be held to account 
that Hillary Clinton would be elected and that they would be in favor of uh, in the favor of the new president because they were willing uh, to uh, to do anything in her service. Now, the the real reason of Robert Mueller's appointment was not to investigate, but to cover up. Mueller was brought in by Rod Rosenstein to put the new administration on the defensive and prevent Trump from, from uncovering the depth and the breadth of the wrongdoing by Obama's administration and Hillary Clinton. And in that effort, he has most certainly largely succeeded. If you look at what's going on, nobody's investigating whether, in fact, the uh, emails of the DNC were hacked by Russia. Or whether, which it appears more likely, especially if you listen to technical experts on this matter, they were leaked internally. Nobody is looking into the hundreds of millions of dollars that was collected by Hillary Clinton's foundations from foreign interests, many of them hostile to America, while Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State of the United States and presumed to be uh, the future 45th president. All of that is now just water under the bridge. Nobody's looking into whether John Brennan over at CIA deployed uh, operatives, undercover operatives, to spy on the Trump campaign. Nobody's looking to find the whereabouts or interview Joseph Mifsud, who originally approached George Papadopoulos with that bogus information that... um, that Russia had dirt on Hillary Clinton. Nobody's looking, um, you know, uh, interviewing, uh, I think it's David Halper, the, the walrus, the CIA operative that then came along and uh, harvested that uh, information that Joseph Mifsud had planted in order to justify, um, you know, beginning this so-called counterintelligence investigation. Nobody is uh, trying to determine whether or not Felix Sater was, in fact, a CIA operative, as he had a long and checkered history of being. Nobody's looking at Hank Greenberg, the guy that approached Roger Stone and Michael Caputo, offering dirt on Hillary Clinton in exchange for $2 million. All of that is just stuffed down the memory hole. Because for two years, Robert Mueller and his band of highly partisan Democrats have been muddying the water and attacking every Trump associate that that might have uh, shed light on these issues. They've raided the president's personal attorney's office and violated the attorney-client privilege. They've, uh, they've used their media shills to try to imply that uh, Paul Manafort's conviction for tax fraud and bank fraud many, many years prior to his association with the Donald Trump campaign is somehow 
proof of Donald Trump's collusion, never mind the fact that the oligarch, the, uh, the Ukrainian oligarch and president that, that uh, Manafort was working for was, in fact, opposed to Russia. And if you want to know what's going on on that count, you, can only, you, you need only cast your gaze over the Southern District of New York where, where they have taken uh, control over uh, the investigation into Tony Podesta, who was working with Manafort at the time over in the Ukraine, engaged in all the same activities that Manafort did. But his case has been farmed out to the highly partisan and politically motivated Southern District of New York, where, again, it will be uh, stuffed down the memory hole. These and a hundred other Spygate questions are just appear at this point to be going to go unanswered because um, the, the Senate Intel Committee and the Senate Oversight Committee appear to have no stomach, the Republican-controlled committees, have no stomach to really go on the offense and are perfectly willing to um, let all of that go. Now, what's the reason for that? I don't know if it's because they're spineless or because the same deep state that went after Donald Trump has dirt on them as well, and and they know that um, if they pursue that, that uh, these media leaks, like you've seen over the last three years now against Donald Trump, dishonest and uh, misleading media leaks will start to uh, start to come forward on them. But I told everybody, I've been saying it for months, I wrote an article that was published in The American Thinker that um, Mueller was not going to produce any indictments of uh, uh, any of Trump or his associates for collusion or anything like that because they wouldn't stand up to scrutiny. And he's not going to produce an impeachment report because the last thing that Mueller and the deep state that he was uh, protecting would want now is further scrutiny of this whole hoax. If they did that, if they impeached Donald Trump on this, it might actually steal the spine of some of these uh, Republicans to defend their party's president and maybe even go on offense and look at uh, the actions of Comey and Clapper and Brennan and and right into the White House. The Obama administration, you cannot convince me that all of this took place without Obama's knowledge and approval. But what they did do is they, um, they've given plenty of the president's, uh, they've given the president's opponents plenty of conspiracy fodder to fling against him in the 2020 elections. So these, uh, these unhinged Democrats can continue to cultivate these conspiracy theories and these um, smears against Trump based on, you know, Manafort's conviction for uh, tax evasion and Michael Cohen's uh, guilty plea for paying Stormy Daniels for a non-disclosure agreement. 
we're going to be treated to a steady drumbeat uh, from the House um, uh, Schiff and Maxine Waters and um, the the Democrat uh, chair of the House Oversight, Nadler, Jared Nadler. It's going to be nonstop right up until the 2020 election. And what you have to wonder is, has this whole effort been so discredited by now with Mueller's findings that it will actually blow back on the Democrats and hurt them in the 2020 election? So that's yet to be determined. What is, what is in, not in doubt is the fact that the left wing of the Democrat Party is so uh, mentally wrecked at this point because they've been watching CNN and MSNBC nonstop and been promised that Donald Trump and his associates and his family members are going to be frogged, walked out of the White House and, uh, and tried for collusion and obstruction of justice. I've got a clip here. This is just a brief montage of what the viewers of MSNBC and CNN and the readers of the Washington Post and the New York Times have been treated to over the last uh, uh, two and a half, almost three years. And, uh, and now they're, they're literally um, just crushed emotionally and mentally uh, because none of this turned out to be true. And, uh, and I'm going to play you this montage just to set up how dishonest the, uh, the media have been on this, uh, this point. I wouldn't be surprised if, for example, this week on Friday, he is going to be delivering what I think are going to be his indictments, the final indictments. I would not be surprised if there were a number of indictments that still were going to come down the pike. There are indictments in this president's future. That's a bombshell. The bombshell. This bombshell. Drop the bombshell. Bombshell accusation. Bombshell accusation. This is evidence of willingness to commit collusion. If this BuzzFeed News report is true, then we are likely on our way to possible impeachment proceedings. If this story is true, we must begin impeachment proceedings. Uh, this is suborning perjury. I think there's no question it's an impeachable offense. And at that point, we are in high crimes and misdemeanor, and we are in impeachment territory. Right. This president needs to be impeached. Impeachment is the remedy. I mean, the president can't... It's the only this. remedy. The spirit of what Trump did is clearly treasonous. This is moving into perjury, false statements, uh, and even into potentially treason. There's outright treason. I mean, there is no question. I think he's feeling the noose around his neck. The, the noose is tightening, oh. and I think they're shocked that the noose is tightening. He feels the noose is tightening. The noose is tightening. The sound of hoofbeats of all those investigations catching up with Donald Trump must be loud in his ears. Hmm. He may be the first president uh, in quite some time to face the real prospect of jail time. People might go to jail. You're exactly right. For the that rest of their lives. I think they're all going to jail. Well, I think they're all going to end up together in prison and maybe that's a good thing. Oh my thing. God. He has no idea that right. he's going down. You're confident that at least some Trump associates will wind up in jail? If I was betting, I would say yes. Donald Trump Jr. gave us the dots. All we have to do is to connect them to see where this is going. What a bunch of clowns. You know, it would be uh, comical 
to see these left-wing uh, idiots melt down on TV, were it not so tragic, what they've done to the body politic, they've eroded uh, Americans' confidence in their government. They've stymied this administration's efforts for almost two years to pursue its America First agenda and an America First agenda that was long overdue for the American people to secure our borders, re, uh, renegotiate these disastrous trade deals. To his great credit, Trump has been able to fight through and improve the economy to historic levels. But even that could have been better had, had uh, the uh, Congress not been so fixated on, uh, on this Russia collusion hoax that was brought to us by the deep state, Obama administration and Hillary Clinton, with the active um, c- c- uh, collusion, for lack of a better word, with the mainstream media. You might recall that that one article that the New York Times uh, ran. It was it was like eighteen thousand words. It may have, may have been more than that. With um, ominous red tinged graphics throughout. It ran page after page in the printed edition of the New York Times. That made McCarthyism, or or made Joseph McCarthy look like a piker. I mean, the, the, the coverage that was given there was so apocalyptic, so over the top. And now that uh, Mueller has uh, returned with this investigation that says there is no proof of collusion or conspiracy to, uh, to aid the Russians in, uh, in interfering in our elections, how, does, uh, how do these media organizations recover from this? You would think that there might be some self-examination or some mea culpa that would apologize for the damage that they've done to our body politic, that would uh, apologize for the damage that they've done to our national security by sabotaging Trump's stated intentions to try to improve relations to Russia. We have, quite literally now, forced Russia into the arms of China. And that... Russia by itself wasn't, uh, uh, you know, wasn't the, that that much of a geostrategic uh, foe for us. They're not um, stealing our intellectual property. They're not running up half a trillion dollar trade deficits with us every year. We would have had the opportunity to actually capitalize on the fruits of our victory in the Cold War, but no. Um, this, uh, this deep state can't let go and was determined that they're going to continue to, um, paint Russia as our, our number one geostrategic foe in order to keep the dollars flowing with the military industrial complex. It's a damn shame. And this, uh, you know, is just in keeping with the one disaster after another, that has come out of the the deep state and the CIA. They had church hearings in the aftermath of um, of the Kennedy assassination to try to uh, get a handle on on these uh, these agencies, these intelligence agencies. They had some reforms. They were uh, they were largely ineffective and, in fact, counterproductive. 
But then you, we had, you know, agencies, intelligence agencies that would literally spend billions and billions of dollars on every year that totally missed and failed to stop the terrorist attacks of 9-11, not to even mention the, the previous attack on the World Trade Center by the Blind Sheikh. They should have known that terrorists would use airliners as, uh, as missiles. They claim that nobody could have ever envisioned that happening. Well, apparently they didn't read Tom Clancy's novels or the, uh, the plans that they, uh, they caught with the, um, the terrorists that they captured in the Philippines. Give me just a second and I'll remember his name that discussed doing exactly that. And yet, these vaunted intelligence geniuses that we, we pay so dearly never thought to insist that airlines lock the cockpit door. That's all they had to do was fortify the cockpit and 9-11 would have never happened. Then these same agencies that are supposed to be protecting the United States participated in the uh, weapons of mass destruction lie that sent us into the disastrous Iraq war and destabilized the Middle East, largely based on misinformation from Ahmad Chalabi, who was working for foreign interests, uh, beating the drum for that war. It cost us thousands and thousands of precious American lives, young people and literally trillions of dollars. And now we've got this group that's responsible for Spygate that has, again, done so much damage. It hasn't resulted in a war yet, but they've set us on a path of confrontation with the Soviet, or the, uh, the Russia, the former Soviet Union, that very well could lead to that, a disastrous situation. When if we had just followed Trump's lead, we possibly could have had a rapprochement with Russia, brought them into the family of Western nations, and been in a better position to uh, provide a unified front against the emerging communist dictatorship that is China. It's really quite tragic what's been allowed to happen. And you'll notice that the deep state and Robert Mueller's report never, in fact, dug into whether or not the, the Democrat National Committee's email servers were hacked. They took the word of the Democrat National Committee's uh, subcontractor, CrowdStrike, that that happened. They were conspicuous in their lack of curiosity about whether or not there was any truth to all of that. Robert Mueller never went to interview Julian Assange, who is uh, basically trapped in the Ecuadorian embassy in London. All you had to do was go over there, sit down and interview and ask him, interrogate him on how he came about having these emails. And you'll notice also that they have no interest whatsoever in determining who in fact killed Seth Rich. Robert Mueller didn't even bother scratching the surface of that. That is off limits. 
And that is largely, dear listeners, what this is all about. Seth Rich is the prime suspect in the leak of the DNC's emails to WikiLeaks. And it just so happens that he was murdered shortly after those releases. There's a $200,000 reward on the streets in Washington, D.C. for the murderers of Seth Rich. But these hood rats that you would, they would have us believe committed this, they didn't tell anybody and nobody is interested in collecting that reward. we got to run out to a break. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. been working at Santa's workshop for a long time and thought I'd seen it all. That was until I learned that when you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can save hundreds on your wireless bill. When you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can get a powerful internet experience and nationwide coverage on the most reliable network. Choose the data option that's right for you. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Based on root metrics by IHS Markets Root Score reports 2H 2020 of four mobile networks. If you have thyroid eye disease and you can't get any shut eye because you can't shut your eyes, it might be time to discover another treatment option. To learn more, visit TreatMyTed.com. That's TreatMyTed.com. So now that the special counsel's probe has ended, you might be tempted to breathe a sigh of relief and celebrate and assume that finally we can get back to the people's business. You should resist that temptation because if you believe that, you really don't understand the depth of the Trump derangement syndrome that has infected our body body politic and the dishonesty and cynicism of the modern Democrat Party. We're not close to an end to all of this. In fact, if you thought the last two years were traumatic and tragic and just a monumental waste of time and money, I've got bad news for you. That's going to prove to be the less traumatic part of all of this because Mueller as I said going in was not there to prove any collusion or conspiracy or obstruction he was there for one thing and one thing only and that was to cover up for the deep state and his buddy James Comey 
if and you knew it from the get-go, if Robert Mueller was in fact an, an honest player in all of this, and the New York Times ran a, uh, uh, an editorial today saying comparing Robert Mueller saying he's a real-life Atticus Finch. If he were an honest lawyer, he never w- could have accepted that appointment. Because part of the mandate that was given to him by Rod Rosenstein was to investigate obstruction of justice for the firing of James Comey. James Comey was Robert Mueller's mentee. That's a weird word. But Robert Mueller was uh, James Comey's mentor. There's no way in hell that an honest lawyer could have accepted an appointment investigating his firing. It's a massive and obviously disqualifying conflict of interest. But everybody continues, including Republicans, to say, you know, the Robert Mueller is this paragon of virtue. He's anything but. But Mueller's report, as predictable as it was, was based on facts and law. The the Democrats and the media, once they recover from this uh, this blow, this this crippling psychological blow. We'll get right back to work on demonizing Trump and trying to uh, block and thwart his America First agenda because their agenda, the establishment in Washington and New York and L.A., their agenda is not the American people's agenda. It is, in fact, diametrically opposed to the interests of the American people. So while you might, you know, take a few days to celebrate the vindication that uh, this report confers on Trump. You need to prepare yourself for what's, uh, what's yet to come, and that is the, uh, the impeachment effort in the House of Representatives in order to try to continue to uh, muddy Trump up and prevent his reelection. And if you want just a little insight, and, and if, you, if you go over there, to CNN and MSNBC and watch their reactions to Mueller's report, you will get a glimpse into um, a descent into madness. They've got these huge panels on there, literally 10, 12 people at a time, all of them on one side of the issue, all of them uh, as an echo chamber. You would think that if you were going to put 12 guests on a, on a panel, you might have one or two with an opposing point of view, but they're all singing off the same uh, hymnal. They're all expressing the same exact opinions. And that is that the media has been heroic in its efforts to hold this president to account. And Robert Mueller is a paragon of virtue. Meanwhile, oh, Jared Nadler and Maxine Waters and Adam Schiff, continue to bang this drum for impeachment and they're going to they're going to basically try to find anything on Donald Trump including his actions before he was ever uh ran for or was elected president they're going to dig into his financial dealings and they're going to insist to have the uh or they're going to try to insist on having the Uh, all of the investigative material that Robert Mueller came up with, and I can guarantee you 
that since Andrew Weissman was one of the operatives that uh, that developed that uh, that information, that there's going to be plenty in there to try to smear Trump with unsupported conclusions. Um, you know, uh, um, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? I can't I can't think of it. But anyway, while I'm thinking of that word, let me uh, let me play you this clip. This is Maxine Waters. And she's reacting to the report, and she's speaking with Joy Reid over there at MSNBC. And between the two of them, they would not have the intellectual um, energy or power to light a, uh, a low-watt light bulb. But uh, here's what she had to say on, on the reaction to Mueller's report. Yeah. And there are a lot of the folks on the other side of the aisle, Republicans, who believe that Democrats in Congress, yourself included, just want this report as a pretext to impeach Donald Trump. You have said for quite some time you think he should be impeached. What would you say to those who say you guys want this report so that you can just use it as a pretext for impeachment? Well, uh, you know, I have said over and over again that this president has defined himself uh, and he has committed, uh, you know, not only obstruction of justice right before our very eyes, uh, but he has said and done things that could lead you to the conclusion that there has been uh, collusion, uh, uh, lead us to the point where we understand that there has been collusion. And so let's just put up a few of the uh, potential impeachable offenses that, you know, you and we have discussed on this show, um, you've discussed them on this show uh, often. Um, there is the potential of obstruction of justice, something that was not, we don't know if that's in the Mueller report at all, things like collusion with a foreign power, with Russia, abuse of power, pay for play, attacks and investigation, etc. There's a whole long list of these things uh, that are concerning to a majority of the American people. Among Actually, they're not concerning to a majority of the American people. 67% of the American people believe that uh, Robert Mueller's investigation was witch hunt. And Robert Mueller represented the, uh, the, the never Trumpers, the get Trump wing of the Democrat Party. It's got a, a, a lower approval uh, than than Trump at this point. But they'll continue to claim that they're defending the the interests of the American people while at the same time preventing the uh, the president that the people sent to represent their interests from doing his job. Those things, what if, if one of those or it would to, were to be in the Mueller report that to you would be the most um, would, would cause you to believe the most that there should be an impeachment immediately of this president. What would it be? What would be the one thing that you think he's done? Well, that's you know, I think there are- just give us one thing, one thing that we can impeach him on. Now, listen to this screed that comes out of the lunatic mouth of Maxine Waters as she tries to uh, imply. Based on no evidence whatsoever that Trump is a, a Russian agent and uh, obstructed justice and all of this other madcap Maxine Waters' uh, conspiracy theory. Some very specific things like Manafort given to Kalimnik uh, polling data. Why would he be giving polling data uh, from the elections uh, to this Russian? Uh, why would he be, uh, you know, literally... Um, uh, talking about, well, first of all, we have all of these contacts that we have. That- the election polling data that Manafort shared with a former associate was public record. All you had to do was look it up. You could go on Real Clear Politics or um, the 538 blog 
and find all of this polling data that she's referring to. It's been documented uh, with those members of the, uh, the group of people who are around this president having met with or talked with. You have Jim Comey, who was, of course, the person fired, who he was head of the FBI. His firing and Donald Trump's admission of why he fired him uh, to our very own NBC's uh, own Lester Holt, which he said he fired him because of Russia. Comey has come out with an op-ed. It, uh, it was po published in the New York Times on Thursday in which he said that he hopes Donald Trump is not impeached and removed from office. That's uh, that's a little bit of the, of the op-ed by James Comey that you referred to. There is a little bit of trying to get back by James Comey. Uh, because he knows that now that the uh, Mueller report has ended, he is in the crosshairs of the new attorney general, Bill Barr. And his actions uh, are going to be looked at more, more clear, more, um, more closely. Certainly he committed serial felonies with his leaks of classified information to the media. Certainly his uh, his exoneration of Hillary Clinton when it was not in his authority or responsibility to do so uh, may have vi uh, violated the law. It most certainly violated um, DOJ, Department of Justice, and FBI uh, protocols. An investigative agency doesn't make decisions on whether or not to indict. They turn their information over to the Department of Justice, and they're supposed to make a decision. It was never his decision to make. Back to the clip. Because in his view, a significant portion of this country would view that as a coup. Your thoughts? Well, you know, I cannot talk about not impeaching uh, this president because there are those who don't like it or who will consider it a, 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 some kind of, a, you know, Coup. way that we're saying that we didn't like the fact that he didn't get elected and that Hillary Clinton, that he got elected and Hillary Clinton did not get elected. We can't consider that. We what is it with the state of California that keeps sending us these idiots as their representatives? I mean, almost uniformly with the except, uh, exception of uh, Nunez and, uh, and a few others out in California, their elected representatives are pure idiots. Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, um, uh, f f uh, Falwell, not Falwell, um, Swalwell. I mean, the, the biggest bunch of lunatics you've ever seen in your life. California keeps uh, burdening us with them in the Congress. But um, as I say, you know, I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings, but if you believed that this was going to be the wind down and the, uh, the get Trump effort, uh, and we could finally get back to doing the people's business, reforming health care, securing the border, other things, uh, that, that would actually be in the job description of Congress, you got another thing coming because the Democrats are not going to let it go. Their agenda that's being dictated to them by the far left wing of their party is something that they cannot really run on because very few people agree with it, but their, uh, their primary voters uh, will insist that they go down that road. This is Preet Bahara. He's the former, um, a, 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 a district attorney, associate attorney for the Southern district of New York. Trump fired him uh, shortly after getting there because he was obviously a Clinton partisan and a 
in a nest of Clinton partisans over there in the Southern District of New York. But he appeared on CNN, and this was, is what he had to say about the Get Trump movement's next move. It's going to be transferring all of this over to the Southern District of New York. I, mean, I have no personal knowledge about those things. Mm-hmm. But sure, I mean, look, I think it is very significant. We have to wait. You know, I think people shouldn't be taking victory laps or jumping off bridges, depending on their political viewpoint, based on the fact that a Mueller report has been concluded and there's no indictments. But Donald Trump is not out of legal jeopardy. And the Southern District of New York did not have the narrow um, mission that the, that the special counsel had. And, you know, they're aggressive and tough and independent and fair and apolitical. And if they're seeing apolitical, fair, you got to be kidding me. If they were apolitical and fair, Tony Podesta would be up on charges for the same Foreign Agents Registration Act violations that they, uh, they're sending Paul Manafort to jail for. They are anything but. They are a nest of uh, left-wing Democrat partisans, Hillary Clinton loyalists, Clinton loyalists, I should say, not just Hillary, but Bill too, that use that office to attack political opponents of the Democrats. And Donald Trump, of course, has the uh, profound misfortune of having his business base there. And so based on really nothing at all other than this political agenda, they're going to start going after Trump's finances, his businesses, everything to do with him. And of course, they've they've elevated this bogus campaign violation narrative for paying off Stormy Daniels that they're going to pursue and continue to try to embarrass the president as well. Bill Barr, if he is in fact on Trump's side, I actually think that Bill Barr was brought in by, he's a Bush loyalist, Bill Barr is, the new attorney general. I think he was brought in under a... Um, a tacit agreement that if Trump will not go after the deep state after this, that uh, uh, that Mueller uh, will will uh, go ahead and report the reality that there was no collusion and no obstruction. Because remember, Robert Mueller and uh, Andrew Weissman are perfectly capable of having uh, of, of framing the president of the United States if that's what they wanted to do. If they wanted to produce a report that Trump had conspired with the Russians and had obstruction justice, they certainly could have done that. Regardless of the reality of it, they could have uh, they could have ginned up some um, some misinformation. They could have found uh, Russian sources that would never come to the United States in order to confirm this and they could have uh they could have claimed that that there was collusion but they didn't do that now i think the reason they didn't do that is because they they don't want any more uh scrutiny of the deep state's actions in the 2020 or 2016 election but they certainly could have and i think the tacit agreement with the bill Barr brought, brought was Stop going after Comey. Stop going after Brennan and Clapper. Stop going after the deep state. Do not reach into the Obama White House and hold people accountable there. And we'll let bygones be bygones with regard to the special counsel. But uh, Congress is not going to stop. And the Southern District of New York certainly seems uninterested in, uh, in calling off the dogs as well. I want to play a clip here. This is uh, Rudy Giuliani appearing on Fox News, and he's talking about whether or not the next step of all of this needs to be 
uh, the president and the administration going on the offensive and starting to uh, look into how all of this spying, political spying, um, began to begin with. Well, look, you know, I think that it's quite clear that this group was hardly a group of uh, Trump fans. It's made up of almost all Democrats, some of them very, very rabid partisans, including one who was a lawyer for the Clinton Foundation. <laughs> Pretty extraordinary. Don't know how they accomplished that. Another one who's a notorious uh, prosecutor who's been in ethical trouble all throughout his career. Uh, they conducted an investigation as if this were a terrorism case or an uh, organized crime case on their obstruction of justice and, and conspiracy theory. So uh, they couldn't find it. If they can't find it, it's not there. Believe me, there was no obstruction of justice. There was no collusion. I just ask people to use your common sense. This investigation went on for two years. It cost actually about $40 million. 1.4 million documents. They got every document they wanted. They got every witness that they wanted. We stood in the way of nothing. Where's the obstruction? Well, I, I think I made uh, 5,000 prosecutorial decisions in my career. Some of the worst cr criminals of the 1980s. I rarely got to interview uh, anyone, the people that I indicted and the people I declined. That's very extraordinary when you do that. Oh, I mean, only because he was the president was there any pressure to do it. If he were just a regular citizen out there, Jay and I or Jane and Marty, you, you think we'd have him get even answer those questions? Of course not. He did that because he wanted to. And uh, believe me. Uh, this is not something that usually that usually happens. The real question now, though, is he's he's been absolved, vindicated, exonerated. You you pick the word. Any lawyer never gets a letter like this. Usually, you get a letter that says uh, we don't have enough evidence. Uh, in this case, we have complete vindication. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reality is, the question now is if the if there was no evidence of collusion three investigations no evidence of collusion who made it up it had to come from somewhere right it didn't just just didn't come out of thin air i want to know who did it who paid for it who who fueled it because the person who did it and the group that did it knows it's untrue because they invented it they invented it it was uh it was based on opposition research from the clinton campaign and the democrat national committee that was controlled as a sub of subsidiary of the Trump or the uh, Clinton campaign. And I believe that uh, if somebody had the testicular fortitude to follow up on this, they would find that it was Obama and Susan Rice and, and um, Sally Yates and all of these, uh, these other operatives in the Obama administration that were unmasking people by the hundreds in the Trump campaign and listening to their calls through these NSA wiretaps. This is why this could not be allowed to go forward. In addition to Seth Rich's assassination, what we have here is such massive uh, illegality and misconduct by a pres sitting president of the United States that it simply cannot be allowed to be uncovered because it would destroy the legitimacy of that office. Obama and this effort to weaponize intelligence and law enforcement agencies for politics has done more damage to the office of the presidency than could have the body politic could have survived.
So now that we know, um, you know, what Mueller was going to report, there still is this giant gap about the origins of this FBI and CIA investigation that led to his appointment to begin with. We still don't know what evidence Comey and the FBI and the CIA had to open a, a, a probe of Trump's campaign. They say it's in the summer of 2016, but it goes all the way back to uh, late fall in 2015 when F- Felix Sater dangled the prospect of a Trump Tower in front of Michael Cohen if he could just get Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin to speak with each other. All we've, all we've got so far is this bogus dossier that was clearly comical to begin with. If you read this thing early on, you could tell that there was no specifics, nothing that could be tied down. The, the, the junk document was written purposely to be unverifiable and irrefutable at the same time. We don't know why in the world... Rod Rosenstein decided to appoint a special counsel to begin with when he had no evidence of a crime. You don't investigate people if you don't have reasonable, uh, probable cause that a crime was even committed. You don't go investigate someone and then look for a crime. That is Soviet Union, third world tactics. Rosenstein was the guy that urged Trump to fire Comey to begin with. How could it be obstruction of justice to take Rosenstein's advice? But now it's going to move back to the press and, and, uh, and Congress. And it, it, it appears that they've learned nothing and they're going to continue to, to pursue this independently. I, I kind of believe that if the, uh, the, Democrats had not won back the House in the 2018 midterm elections that uh, Rod Mueller would have continued his his witch hunt, his Russia collusion hoax right up until the election. And, and Adam Schiff, uh, just a deplorable bobbleheaded idiot, should, um, should never be uh, given any opportunity to speak in the public media ever again, if they had any shred of self-respect left, they would not allow themselves to continue to be used by Adam Schiff for his, um, his fevered conspiracy theories. Here's what Kellyanne Conway had to say about Adam Schiff. You wrote. I did. And those who let this lie fly for two years haranguing and harassing and trying to embarrass and worse those of us connected to the 2016 campaign beginning with the president and his own family really do owe people owe america an apology but more importantly they never legitimized him as president because they never saw it coming and those who have now spent 22 months wasting their time really two and a half years since the day he was elected are now running out of time for 2020 they've made donald trump look like the victim here because he has been the victim here and, and let me be very specific 
specific about certain individuals. The head of the Democratic National Committee, Tom Perez, and let me quote him. He said repeatedly that there is, quote, mountain of evidence of collusion between the campaign and the Russians. Mm -hmm. This is a man whose own DNC, along with Hillary Clinton's campaign, first funded that phony dossier that got us to where we are. Then you have Adam Schiff. Talk about an oxymoron. This man heads the Intelligence Committee in the House. He said, quote, he believed that the scandal was of a size and a scope probably bigger than Watergate and that there's plenty of evidence of collusion. He ought to resign today. He's been on every TV show 50 times a day for practically the last two years, promising Americans that this president would either be but impeached Kelly, he's a politician. That's what politicians do. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He, he's been, but talk about collusion. They have been aided and abetted. That's right. That's what politicians do. And my tweet last night saying they'll never get you, President Trump, because they don't get you. The get you part is how he got elected. The non-politician disruptor, Americans didn't want business as usual. But... The Americans didn't want business as usual because we had seen how the political class, both Democrat and Republican in Washington, D.C., had sold out the interests of the American people for their own enrichment and that of Wall Street and the the moneyed interests of globalists. And finally, we were able to break through because we had a a candidate in Donald Trump that was a patriot that loved his country and had the financial wherewithal that he didn't have to beg for campaign contributions from these globalists and sell out our interests. He funded his campaign largely out of his own checkbook. And they simply can't have that. That's why they're going after everybody associated with Trump's campaign to warn off any future billionaires that might be tempted to go up there and overturn uh, their house of cards. You better not uh, cross us. You better not try to upset our scam against the American people. And uh, and if you believe it's going to end, you're just wrong. The New York Times, Washington Post, the Wall Street Journal, all of these cable uh, um, channels are going to continue to pursue this agenda at the uh, expense of the American people. The, the news media has absolutely beclowned themselves with all of this. And they may never recover. You know, they're they're critically important to the health of a free people. And yet, they cannot be trusted, and they've proven that. Well, that's about it for today's edition of America First Radio. I hope you enjoyed it. If you liked it, please uh, visit, us, visit us on Twitter at Out Right Now, Jim Dawes, and follow us. Friend us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. We'll be back here again tomorrow for another edition of Right Now with Jim Dawes. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. This episode is sponsored by schwans.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. 
No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details.